टुडे वी आर कंटिन्यूइंग विद द उद्धव गीता चैप्टर टू द लास्ट मैसेज ऑफ श्री कृष्ण वर्स ट्वेल्व फ्रॉम चैप्टर टू स्टार्टिंग देयर दिस इज उद्धव गीता चैप्टर टू वर्स ट्वेल्व फ्रेंड ऑफ ऑल बींग्स विद द सेटल्ड कन्विक्शन ड्यू टू नॉलेज एंड रियलाइजेशन and beholding the universe as consisting of nothing but me he no more comes to grief last week we were talking about a realized being a person who has realized and gone beyond what exactly happens to him once you have reached the state of realization what else is there to do <laughs> there is nothing to do you have reached the ultimate state the last destination it is like if you have gone from here to delhi and if delhi is your last destination where else will you go you may just roam around in delhi that's it i mean it's as simple as that you have to be there so when realization comes to a person he no longer is a person also a body is just a shell and he is just roaming around carrying a shell think about it it's like carrying an empty bottle with you i mean what is the use of an empty bottle unless and until you are going to fill some water somewhere you understand what i'm saying so this is the truth about realization so when you have realized you are either completely full full of knowledge full of everything that is needed to be known now here i will have to give you a small understanding of what is the meaning of the word completely full of knowledge people think that full of knowledge means a person who is realized is supposed to know astrology to astronomy to to all the nuclear sciences history civics you name it all the subjects the person is not supposed to know if you ask a realized being who is the president or prime minister of your country he won't be able to tell i'm telling you this much okay doesn't it doesn't mean that he is not full of knowledge so do you get the point it has nothing to do with that kind of material worldly knowledge the knowledge which we are talking about is purely the spiritual one and nothing connected to the material domain so if you expect a spiritually perfect person to understand all the intricate details of physics that is happening or nuclear or whatever you know even the information technology i think you are mistaken you should not bother a spiritually perfect person is spiritually perfect he is connected to the spirit he is the spirit all right the body is just a shell he just exists as a shell now what is the next thing that happens to him again if i say spiritually perfect doesn't mean that okay he is supposed to know the bhagavad gita the ramayan the mahabharata all the vedas the shastras i'm sorry that is also not correct no they are not supposed to know and it is the way in which you know sai baba would talk about quran this person is not even supposed to spout any of those things 
the spiritual perfection is connected to the world of spirituality he is full of spirit all right and not that knowledge the material worldly knowledge or specific books he is not going to recite oh now i am going to recite chapter 2 verse 12 from the buddhav gita he is not going to by heart and say those words it is not necessary for him to know different languages or he is not going to become an alien and speak some other alien language okay grow two years like mr spock nothing like that is going to happen so you please understand he is not gone to some far away land or something like that nothing like that so a spiritually perfect person is full of spirituality okay he has the divinity in him that is it don't bother your head about what happens to him so friends of all being with the settled conviction of knowledge and realization when this when the person is settled he has reached the state of realization he beholds the universe as consisting of nothing but me now you are getting the truth a spiritually perfect person knows only krishna see because i am talking of uddhav gita so i am saying krishna but let us say if i was speaking of the bible then i would say father in heaven okay if i have to say of any other book then i would say connected to that special book the ultimate reality the ultimate reality supreme divine consciousness it is nothing but the ultimate so he is only supposed to know that he has merged himself or kind of become one with the divine i hope you understand that so spiritually perfect people are those who have become one with the divine all right they can only see the divinity after they see the divinity what happens to them they see the divinity is not in one place or location see today when we go to a temple we say oh there is this god over here or you go to a church and you say okay this is jesus christ or this is mother mary whoever so there is nothing like that they see the divinity in everything so whether it's a bird whether it's an animal whether it's a tree a bush sky human beings even the worst creatures on earth like according to us let us say a pig okay a snake he doesn't see a snake he doesn't see a pig he doesn't see people around he sees only the divinity in everything now when you see divinity in everything what has happened to you see the difference is we were talking of the 3d's before okay dispassion detachment and discrimination correct 3d's person is dispassionate initial stages then detachment he is not attached to anything or anybody the third one is called discrimination now this is 
our kind of discrimination, not the one which we are listening, which we hear in the <laughs> news. No, not that kind of discrimination. Discrimination means knowing the real from the unreal. Knowing God from the rest of the things. Now, when it is when he is discriminating as an aspirant, you know, when a spiritual aspirant, when he discriminates, he is supposed to see God in everything. When he reaches the terminal point of realization, that is, he has reached realization, that time he sees that there is only God and there is nothing beyond God. This is the terminal point. And Krishna is explaining this to Uddhava. He says to Uddhava, the moment you reach the state of realization, you will know me. You will know the divine. And when you know the divine, you will see divinity in everything. So now let us come back to the normal person. A normal person will say, this is my mother, this is my father, this is my relative, these are my friends, these are my colleagues, isn't it? These are my countrymen. He is making these distinctions. He is making these separations. And then he will say, this is from an enemy country. Okay, so you got enemies over there. <laughs> this is not my flag. This is not my country. This is this person I don't know from Adam. Okay. He is not my relative. This is not my mother. Somebody else's mother. This is not my father. This is somebody else's father. This is a normal person's point of view. He looks at trees and he says, This tree is flowering. This one is not. This one you use for lumber. This one useless. Why? It doesn't serve any purpose. <laughs> so there are various things that we do. Then you look at different animals. Now the animal like a cow. You know cow is a revered animal in India. Alright. So if you are an Indian you will say cow. Holy animal, holy cow. But if you go abroad, yum yum. They want to eat the cow. Okay. See the distinction? The same cow is being viewed as two different things. A vegetarian person will say, No, chicken? No, 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 no. This is not to be eaten. A non-vegetarian person will say, Oh, yum. I need to go to KFC. Okay. So, do you see the distinction? Everybody looks out at all these things separately and they will say, I like it, I don't like it. This is good, this is bad. But the moment you are realized what has happened, the cow is Krishna, the chicken is Krishna, the pig is Krishna, the other country is also Krishna. You know, like in India, say India is Krishna, Pakistan is Krishna. Okay, two teams are praying. Sri Lanka, no, it's Krishna. So, do you get the point? Everything is Krishna. Everything, my wife, his wife, no. Krishna, Krishna. Got it? 
no my wife and no krishna <laughs> no other person's wife it is this is krishna and that is krishna also got it my mother no no my mother and your mother my mother your mother becomes krishna and krishna all right your dogs okay lazy dogs <laughs> or active dogs even the dog who keeps on barking ba 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 all the time he is also krishna and this dog is also krishna do you get what i am trying to say everything becomes one you see god in everything and when you see god in everything this distinction goes away then you will treat everybody equally when you treat everybody equally do you understand the meaning of the word equally you are not going to be making discrimination this is my mother and your mother no 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 that material worldly discrimination has come in now okay my mother your mother no everyone is my mother so ramkrishna paramahansa said to all the women in the world whether it's a small girl or an elderly lady he is just say, call them ma okay it's in the same way you got to see god in everything then only you are reaching the ultimate destination of realization so this verse verse number 12 from second chapter of the uddhav gita clearly delineates that friends of all being with the settled conviction to knowledge and realization and beholding the universe as consisting of nothing but me he no more comes to grief when you see krishna in everything there will be no anger upset greed lust no such distinction will appear you won't say this is good or this is bad because nothing like that actually exists in a realized beings world so i hope you understood this verse you have to reach that state krishna is telling uddhava you got to become realized then you will see krishna in everything then are you away from krishna any time no you are never away from krishna so we have come to the end of verse 12 from the second chapter now we will be doing verses 13 onwards but they will be going a little bit faster because those are questions raised by uddhava till the point we come to krishna's answers all right we are doing uddhava uddhav gita verse 13 from chapter 2 shukdev said o king thus being commanded commanded by the lord the great devotee uddhava desirous to know the truth prostrated himself before shri krishna and said here uddhava wants to know more so he prostrates before krishna and he is now going to raise some queries some questions why is this prostration very very important see if you need some knowledge you got to be humble if you want some understanding in life you better be humble 
and understand that you don't have it. You want it, isn't it? So don't be arrogant and don't be egoistical. Don't say, I know. Don't say, I, okay, okay. And just imagine when Krishna is explaining, don't say, yeah, I know this also. There is no need of that. You may know few things. It doesn't mean that you know everything. And when there is a master in front of you, don't show your arrogance or ego saying that I know. You have to be a kindergarten student there. Not an advanced student. I hope you understand that. So, you have to prostrate. Touch the feet of the Lord at that point in time. So, at this particular moment, Uddhava is touching the feet of the Lord. Okay? Uddhava said, verse 14, O Lord of Yoga, O Thou treasure of the yogis, Thou embodiment of yoga, from whom yoga emanates, for my liberation Thou has recommended to me the path of renunciation known as sannyasa. Now, the path which Krishna has recommended, this is the understanding which Uddhava has got so far. Krishna is talking about an aspect of realization and he had spoken about how you have to give up a few things. Renunciation. Now, Uddhava's way of looking at it is, oh, Krishna is telling me I have to take sannyasa. Do you understand? Krishna has given a broader definition and Uddhava has taken a smaller definition of that. So Uddhava says, now the way he is addressing Krishna is very very unique. We will go through this verse slowly. O Lord of Yoga, O thou treasure of the yogis, thou embodiment of yoga, from whom yoga emanates, for my liberation, you have recommended to me the path of renunciation known as sannyasa. He is addressed Krishna as the lord of yoga. Now when we hear the term yoga, in spiritual world, yoga is always mixed around with the body contortions which everybody does. You know the exercises which are called Hatha Yoga. Yoga has nothing to do with that Hatha Yoga. Hatha Yoga is just a tiny some dot portion of that. And in none of these books has Krishna ever men mentioned that you have to do any kind of physical activity you know, all those, this asan, that asan, bhujanga asan, you name it, all kinds of things. He has not mentioned any of those things over here. And I don't think, now I want you to visualize in the mind's eye. Krishna is performing one of the most difficult asanas. Can you think of Krishna doing that? Or Sri Ram doing that? I cannot visualize Krishna doing any asanas. He may be sitting, sitting in a very simple pose and that too on his throne. Or he may be sitting with Radha. I can only visualize this much in my mind's eye. 
so when we talk of lord of yoga what is he actually saying the lord of yoga simply says krishna is the epitome of yoga yoga means union with god how to be one with god that's it yoga means that not any of those activities which are mentioned you can use you can do them nobody says you can't do you will be very healthy with mind and body by the way mind and body exercises are there yeah but uh, last verse told you it has nothing to do with mind and body no and you are supposed to throw out the mind you remember last week we were doing throw out the mind decimate it become pure that's what he said so yoga in this in this material worldly sense where you have so many yoga classes going around the world these yoga classes are only connected to mind and body and maybe 5% to the soul i don't know about that i have not heard of any great sages like ramakrishna paramahansa or sai baba or ramana maharshi or mirabai or tukaram or kabir none of these people including uh, you know all the other great sages that have happened in the past you know namdev and all those people i don't think they ever did yoga in their life if they have done some kind of a yoga uh, it must have been a private practice but it is nowhere mentioned nowhere mentioned ramakrishna was sitting in some asanas and all those kind of things he may be sitting in a very simple posture when you do meditation meditation yes breathing exercise yes you have to breathe isn't it so breathing exercise meditation okay that krishna has recommended rest of the things i have never seen krishna recommend anybody some other sages like there are like in the previous verse did i not tell you that there are various subjects physics chemistry so on and so forth so if you become realize are you supposed to know them no not necessary so in our world that is that the thing that i teach what i am teaching is a yoga union with god how do you have union with god love and devotion that is all i teach about i am not talking about any other thing so you have love and devotion krishna says i am in love with you you be in love with me i am a devotee of yours you are my devotee you got the whole gist of it both of us are devotees of each other but we are always supposed to revere krishna at a higher level okay tu mera dost aur main tera dost and i am your friend and you are a friend and just go around like that okay let us go and watch a movie not like that not that kind of a dost bff no <laughs> yes of course krishna is a bff no doubt about it but that doesn't mean that you know you send him fish bombs and all that okay there is something like that i hope you understand what i'm talking about <laughs> so now he said the lord of yoga lord of yoga simply translates into he is the ultimate in yoga okay one with the divine treasure of the yogis all the yogis those who are trying to achieve this ultimate destination oneness with the divine he is the destination of that okay and the treasure house of that the embodiment of yoga yoga is fully embodied in him from where yoga emanates he is the 
source, the starting point, the place from where everything emanates, goes. So I hope you understood this verse and you have recommended the path of renunciation. So Uddhava is telling Krishna, you have told me that I am supposed to follow the path of renunciation, which is called sannyasa. This is a mistake every person on earth makes. They think spirituality means becoming a sannyasi. Now, greatest examples of Krishna and Rama himself. Do you think they became sannyasi? No. Sannyasa is for very few people. You want to become sannyasi? Go become sannyasi. But you don't have to be sannyasi to become spiritual. You can live in the material world and just be a normal human being trying to attain the liberation, the ultimate. You can still be that. You can still be an aspirant staying in the material world. The way Ramakrishna Paramahansa put it, you have to be a frog, not a tadpole. A tadpole only lives in water, you know that. Tadpole is the first stage of a frog, right? He lives only in the water. Can he come on land? No. But a frog can stay inside the water and can stay outside it also on the land. So you have to become a frog. The frog of spiritual. Where you can be in the material world as well as in the spiritual. It does not matter. So become a frog. Hmm? So just don't get caught by any Frenchman. Okay. They love <laughs> frogs. Frog legs is a delicacy over there. Got it? That's a joke. Stupid one. Alright. So we will continue. Verse 15 says, O infinite, I consider this renunciation of desires as difficult for worldly minded people and more so for those who are not devoted to thee, who art the self of all. Which is the truth. He says to Krishna, Uddhava is saying to Krishna, O infinite, he is addressing him as infinite, infinity, he is infinity. I consider this renunciation, this renunciation is giving up of all things, of desires as difficult for worldly minded people. And more so for those who are not devoted to thee, who are the self of all. So he is addressing Krishna as, you are the self of all, you are the ultimate self, correct? And realizing the self is what we are supposed to do. Self-realization. Remember that. So he says you are the self of all. The worldly people don't know how to become a renunciate. For them it is extremely difficult to become a renunciate. Renouncing the world. Can you imagine yourself from tomorrow giving up all your clothes living in a small langoti I mean, just imagine, you know, Langoti, only the loincloth. I'm not talking about the women. I'm just talking about the men over here. Suppose you're just living in a loincloth, not wearing even a pair of slippers, huh? going around and having long hairs. You know, not those kind of long hairs which you can comb every day uh, and put your hair gel or something like that. They become matted on their own because there may be no water. Can you just go around that kind of a life? No fancy stuff. 
you have to travel from here to Kashmir, you have to go walking. No trains, no buses, nothing. Huh. Very difficult. And no money in the pocket of all things. Absolutely zero money in the pocket. Can you do that? No. Think about a normal material only person <laughs> thinking of doing this kind of a thing. You see, we have a very important instrument in our hands, you know. We want it constantly with us, isn't it? Material worldly people cannot live without a cell phone now. But uh, 20, 30 years ago, everybody was living without cell phone. To get to a phone 50 years back was very difficult, by the way. <laughs> it was very difficult to get to one phone also. And if I had to get a message across the country, I had to pray to God. God, please let this message get delivered across the country. You understand? That was the difficulty. And today, we are sitting with a cell phone and we want connectivity even in the Himalayas. You know, <laughs> I was reading about some people going to this Badrinath, Kedarnath and all those places and you know, Joshimat and all that. And they said, you know, you cannot take all these Vodafone, Airtel, other connections. You are supposed to take only BSNL connection. Why? Because BSNL works over there. All right. So the rest of the networks, network nahi hai. Okay. Now no dog following over there. Those who know the Vodafone ad will remember a small dog follows everywhere they say. <laughs> but the dog is not there in the Himalayas. Okay. You have to carry BSNL phone. Now think, when you are a renunciate, you can't carry that also. No connectivity. You can't hear the budget. Okay? No Nirmala Sitaraman for you also. <laughs> no Narendra Modi. Think about it like that. You don't even know what income tax to pay. Why? Because no income, no? No income, so no income tax. You have, now just imagine, a yogi is sitting in the Himalayas. Tumhare paas Aadhaar card hai. Do you have the Aadhaar card? Oh, I don't have the Aadhaar card. Because he will have to give proof of his residence. He is sitting on some mountain. Okay, just imagine. He is sitting in some mountainous cave. And imagine, do you have an Aadhaar card? Aadhaar card? I don't have. Do you have PAN card, which is that income tax, you know? IRS card kind of thing. PAN card? I don't have income. First, I don't have water also over here. <laughs> I don't have food to eat. Where is the question? Imagine, this is the comedy situation. I'm just giving you an idea. Uddhava is saying, you know, it is so difficult for a material worldly person to become like that. And when is he talking to Krishna? During the previous Yuga, by the way, he was in Dvapar Yuga. This is the Kali Yuga. And in Kali Yuga, it has become more so difficult. Hmm? You require just to live in this world in India. You see, in America, you need all that green card. I don't know what card they have. Uh, some kind of a... I have some number. And then you need to have a bank account. And in India, it is a very funny situation. You need to have a bank account. You need to have a driving license. You need to have a PAN card. PAN card is for taxation purpose. You need to have an Aadhaar card. Yes, you need to have a ration card because you are going to have ration. You need to have a card for gas. 
you want gas connection you need to have a card for that i mean how many cards is this person supposed to carry i've still not come to the bank by the way okay and finally you come to bank also okay let us say when you go to the bank do you have a debit card do you have a credit card and after all these cards finally you say do you have an app sir i don't have a smartphone no you better have a smartphone so you need a smartphone after you get a smartphone you need an app to be downloaded in that you need to be educated enough to understand how to you know no these phones are not meant for uh, you know in india most of the villages they see the phones are there for watching porn okay no you need to <laughs> you need to have it for aadhar this that so many other things you know oh my god and then they will send you an sms and then you update it and so many things so you better have a phone also and you have all the apps downloaded just imagine you are in the himalayas and maybe you have connectivity but the app is not working you had it isn't it so now do you get the point just to be a normal human being you require so many identifications so what is uddhava saying to krishna he says krishna for a normal person like a material worldly person you know how difficult it is to become this renunciate yes i consider this renunciation of desires as difficult for worldly minded people and more so for those who are not devoted to you ah so we come to another distinction over here this distinction is what those who are devoted to you and those who are not devoted to you now there is a very funny situation now let us say you have given up everything and you have gone to a place you are in rajasthan in the desert okay now in the desert okay there is no water there is no water all right you don't even have a camel maybe you are just walking on the on the sand all right and all your water is got over what happens to a normal person who is a you know god loving kind of a person a god loving kind of a person you know what he does he says god please can you give me some water somewhere you know at least he has somebody to look up to and he says god i need to find an oasis okay maybe in the middle of that uh, place he may find a stall selling coca cola and pepsi then he is the happiest one isn't it just think about it like that okay he wants water so whom is he going to ask there is god to look up to but what happens to an atheist person whom is he going to ask no idea so you see for a normal person at least he has some knowledge about god he will say god please help me but what happens to an atheist let us say somebody is dying in the hospital okay at least a person who is a devotee of god he may go to a chapel or a place nearby where there is a statue of ganesha or somebody like that and he will say ganesha jesus please help me you know the person is dying on the bed over there you need to help me but what happens to the atheist atheist doesn't believe in god so what does he do so is he going to go to the doctor and say 
my dear doctor i pray to you so that you can save my whatever you know whosoever that is or is he going to go to some uh, you know the machines that are there and he'll say to the machine keep pumping oxygen okay please or if the power has gone they say please you know electricity board let the power be there i mean just imagine is that what he is going to do this is the distinction between a non believer and a believer at least the believer has something to look up to but a non believer what is he going to believe in he doesn't know anything he doesn't have any clue so he says uddhava says to krishna it is much more difficult for a person who doesn't have any belief so for a material worldly person it is a difficult time but for a atheist it is much more difficult right this is the verse verse 16 says i am but a fool being passionately attached to this body and its appurtenances which are the creation of thy maya and considering these as i and mine gently so instruct thy servant o lord so that i can faithfully carry out what thou hast taught me now in this verse uddhava is telling krishna you have taught me about renunciation it's a continuation from the previous one he says you have taught me renunciation and because you have taught me renunciation i am attached to this body of mine did we not start with the senses the sense organs the body and all that a, a realized being is not connected to that so uddhava is telling now to krishna see i was attached to this body i am so much attached to this body coming back to the previous verse where i told you about yoga which a person does when he goes to the yoga studio okay when you go to the yoga studio you are doing those all those exercises for what reason because you are attached to the body got it so here he says i am attached to the body uddhava is telling krishna you see normal human beings are attached to their body if something goes wrong in their body they are very much upset you know people i am fat i am thin yeah all these things are there i got a you know a pimple over here what everybody is bothered about these kind of things well why should they be bothered so he says human beings who are in the material domain are bothered about their bodies and its small small portions of it in the nose the eyes the ears all these things they are bothered about all these you know every appendage of the body is like if i remove my glasses i i won't be able to read also anything you understand what i'm saying <laughs> you got what i'm saying just imagine that so is like that they are bothered about everything correct but it is all a creation of maya we have done this verse where he says everything is maya the relationships are maya the body is maya its organs are maya 
this universe is maya the whole thing around us is nothing but maya maya means illusion everything is an illusion in this world and because everything is illusion in this world there is nothing like i got to this is real no there is nothing real in this nothing is real so he says all these things the body and its parts are nothing but maya uddhava understands this and consider this i and mine this is my eyes these are my ears this is my finger this is my body this is my hair i and mine and mine is what this is my wife these are my children this is my mother this is my father that my 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 keeps on going around this is my country this is my flag i see all these things we discussed so this i and my is very much embedded in this person so uddhava is saying as a normal human being all this is within me all right so please instruct this servant of mine when this servant of yours so that i can faithfully do what you are telling me to do so please instruct me because i am a material worldly person and i have this attachment to everything i me myself like that huh? my body and my parts verse 17 says o lord even among the gods i find no other teacher of the self than thee who are self effulgent the truth the atma for brahma and all other embodied beings whom we know of are deluded by that maya and consider the objective world a reality so uddhava is telling krishna you are the ultimate teacher who can teach anybody in this planet earth who can teach do you think a normal human being can teach others about the bhagavata bhagavad gita or any of these books they cannot human beings cannot teach this subject and this subject about the supreme divine consciousness can never be taught by an average human being so uddhava is telling krishna you are the ultimate destination you are that person you are that one that teacher of the self because you are the self itself only you can tell so think about this now suppose if i want to ask rithik roshan how is he feeling okay how the how are things with this new movie that is coming on rithik will be able to tell me better not tell me if his pr person tells me public relation person tells me will he tell me exactly what rithik roshan is thinking no do you think his brother sister whoever it might be can they say no can his father say no so it is only rithik roshan who can tell me what is going on with him isn't it now in the same way you know the american president he says whatever that is there in all the speeches of his and there is a public there is in a pr department behind which is trying to cover up for all those problems that are there i believe some two days ago he said something about 
an airport or uh, you know some place where people were received in 18th century i mean i don't know whether there were airports in 18th century so there is definitely a machinery behind which is trying to correct that but can you tell me why he said it nobody can say why he said those words so if i am his friend i can directly talk to mr donald trump and ask him sir what did you mean by saying there were airports in the last century then he will be able to tell me directly you see i was not saying anything about those airports he will give me some understanding right and people are bound to make mistakes why because this is the world of maya you understand maya so you can say whatever you want to now this idea you know i mean just think about it there are a lot of these atheists around in this world who say you know you know the christians believe the world started in uh, 6500 years ago common sense will tell you they are not saying anything like that they don't mean like that they know there were dinosaurs also isn't it there were dinosaurs there were all kinds of they see the movies also of course they are not saying the world started 6500 years ago no i will give you an explanation of what they said they said very simply that there was some deluge there might have been some kind of a destruction which might have happened 6500 years ago or maybe 10000 years ago or maybe 20000 years ago and after that somewhere in 6500 years ago in some place the human kind the human beings like us might have flowered you understand what i'm saying they might have been born over there does it mean the seed was lost no nothing like that nothing like that just imagine i am going to a territory which is not an explored island this is a small island which is not explored how do i know that there was something over there before so if i am going there for the first time can i not say i am exploring the island and i become the discoverer of that island does it not tell you that christopher columbus discovered america does it mean america was not there before that it means it was there vasco da gama came to india you think vasco da gama discovered india no india was already there the guy landed over here and he just say oh hello how are you i am from portugal or whichever country he was from i don't know maybe he came up with some funny accent and all and the indians over there look some alien has come foreigner <laughs> i mean that is what they mean so why are we taking it so seriously they mean something else so even in the same way donald trump must have thought of something when he said those words don't worry you can also make mistake donald trump can make mistake even narendra modi can make mistake the whole world can make a mistake we just have to let it be you don't have to rub it in say oh why did you say like this there's no need got it and the 6500 years ago is not a it's not a mystery everybody understands that you think they don't understand everybody understands that okay so he says you are the highest of the teacher you are self effulgent you know everything you are the truth the atma the brahma 
All this is one only, isn't it? And all other embodied beings like us, we are all embodied people. We are deluded by this Maya. This Maya, I gave you a fantastic example of Maya, how Maya can delude us. Huh? And consider the objective world a reality. And we think that this world is real. Yeah, the reality is, people may think, oh, the sun, okay, he was followed by the moon. Or the moon was followed by the sun. You know, this eclipse happens. Some people can say that. So what is the big deal in that? Okay. You don't have to find faults with everything. Alright. So that is what he means. So this kind of delusion is there in this world. And this kind of maya exists. So we have come to the end of verse 70. So we will stop over here. And tomorrow we will begin verse 18 onwards where we are going to talk of Krishna and how he is there in different different locations as different different God. Alright. So I will take a leave here and I will see you all tomorrow. Take care. Have a nice day. Bye.